Witches with Scott and Ben. Packing Punches, episode 23. Myself, Scott and Ben. How are you, mate? I'm very well, mate. Good evening. How you find yourself? I'm good. I'm good. It's cold. I go to work in the dark and I come home in the dark, so... Ugh. Yeah, but, amen. I think that's, what, probably 75% of the British population. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm, I'm being moody about it, all right? You are being moody about it? Yeah. Do you have to go far, though? Um, seven mile? Actually, that's not too bad. Some, see, I'm field-based. I go everywhere. Yeah. Oh, so now you're making me feel like I can't have a moan at all. So let's, <laughs> let's get on with the boxing. We know how field-based I go, because that's how we met, was I, yeah. I popped in and said hello when I was working, and, and you live nearly 200 miles away from me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, so we had a like you know, a little week off in between after we've had... Um, we're going to have to start, I suppose, with you know the Undisputed, the, the Queens went head-to-head, and... Man, everyone got it wrong. Yeah. Well, but, I say everyone got it wrong. You actually had an inkling. I did. And you said, I think she's going to be ready. Yeah. I wasn't expecting how and the way she was ready. But the history book says she would. So it is what it is. Did I mm. like it? No. Um, let's <laughs> Let's talk how it was. There was a knockdown. There was a was blatant a, knockdown. A blatant, blatant knockdown, which was a 10 and 8 run. And there was a zero, zero, zero warnings regarding any head clashes and any holding, which in turn should have been a point deduction later on down the line. And then I see a smiling referee who was so happy that Katie won. Take all that out. Katie wins the fight because of everything that's happened in my eyes. Yeah. I, I still scored it. She won, but <sighs> Eddie after typical Eddie back in his fighter. If the shoe was on the other foot, you know, he's not. I thought Chantal and Jamie held themselves very high regard after, but it's just, I mean, I love Katie Taylor. I think we all do, but it's a, it's a le- left a little bit of a sour what, taste. What did they, in all honesty, yeah. I mean, I mean, the knockdown round one, so that's a 10-8, and then there could have been at least one point taken off for holding going through. So if we say that she would have lost the first 10-9, but it was 10-8 with the knockdown, and then maybe gets one point taken off in the end, the way I scored it would have probably ended up a draw with with that deductions or the, or the knockdowns. Um, Styles-wise, it wasn't brilliant. I think it was a, it was, it was a bit like watching a Lawrence Acoli women's fight. It was very scrappy, very holdy, but both of them incredible conditioning, uh, incredible fitness. But yeah, after the fight, I don't think that Jamie and Chantel were as magnanimous as they could have been. I think Chantel left the ring very quickly, didn't conduct any interviews in the ring after the fight, as far as I saw. She might she may have done for other channels, she didn't didn't for uh, for the zone. And then after the fight, a video came out on social media of something I knew had happened, which was the the rule meeting before the fight with the referee. But I didn't know it had been videoed. And Jamie Moore is very clearly saying to the referee, I want you to watch the holding. I want you to watch this. I want you to watch that because she got away with it loads last time. And when they've released it afterwards, it sounds a little bit like it's a bit shitty ass. It's a bit sour grapes for me. And she was, both of them were all class last time. Like Katie was class. Chantel was class. Jamie was class. And that that let them down a little bit for me. Mm, uh, 
they're upset and i think you do you're acting out of emotion and when you said to somebody this is going to happen and give them warning and they just go okay thank you mm. oh, yeah, I, can't, I can't deny it was an awful refereeing performance can't deny it yeah and he's been told he's not Jamie shouldn't be telling him how to do his job, but it's not the point. He, he, he should be made aware that this does happen. Mm. It's like in football, you're aware of who's a diver, you're aware of everything that goes on. And yes, you shouldn't be labelled about it in every fight, but it was happening in front of his eyes. And as I said, the little cheeky smile after, that he was, that bothered me. I didn't, I didn't even recognise the ref as well. Yeah, no, he's not one I'm familiar with. So this is a unification, big fight. Wasn't, it, 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 I just didn't like any of it. And I don't know what happens now. If the trilogy is to happen, if it gets announced in Dublin, then I think that's a joke. Yeah, I think it's got to happen in the UK. Has to. Has to. And it should happen. Do you, you think we need to go straight into the third? Yeah. At the same oh. way or try for £5 lighter? I think Chantal will want to go in at the same point and avenge that only demon she has. She'll want to get her belts back. Yeah. Because then it is, that's it put to bed. Yeah. And it's on fair terms. There can't be the holding, there can't be the butts. And Katie's got to come in again and do the business. And I think Katie will do it, will want to do it. Whether Eddie says, no, we don't need this is another story. But I think... She seems an honourable girl. So, do you think she got a bit caught up in the occasion last time? Hundred percent, hundred percent. And now she's had the loss out of the way, but she it need it will be a completely different fight again. Mm. Some of the it'll be three totally different fights. And don't get me wrong, we fucking loved watching it, didn't we? I did. It, I'm, I'm, as scrappy as it was, I still enjoyed watching every second of it. Yeah, can't say much for the rest of the card, but the well, Cully Mole fight was good, but as a whole, it was pretty enough. Yeah, I, I was actually, when we were talking about it last week, it completely slipped my mind who he, actually he was fighting, I, and I completely forgot it was Reese Mole. I've, I've seen Reese fight many, many times. He's, yeah. He's a terrific little fighter. He's Obviously, the height difference was a massive issue, I think, for him trying to get in and get under under that jab, but I, th- I thought he did really well. He did. Um, and again, it wasn't a bad fight to watch. The Keegan, uh, Keegan, rather Keegan Agiarco fight against um, Troy Williamson. Mm. That was at, tell a lie. That was this week. It's because Keegan was on the undercard last time there with uh, with Katie. But yeah, we'll get to that one when we get to the Belfast card. But yeah, no, I thought the card was okay. The production of it was all quite good. Obviously, being in Dublin, Katie being, you know, the Irish queen and whatnot. The the commentary was unbelievable. I, I turned it off in the end. I just listened to it on on mute, and the and obviously the crowd. Every time Katie did anything, the crowd. I've never heard a crowd like it. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been I've been at Wembley with AJ, and I've never heard anything no, like no. that that arena for Katie Taylor. Yeah. It was it was class. It was class to see, but uh, it's done now. Let's see. Let's cross cross the Irish Sea. Do we have to, or do we just have to go north of the border? No, you got to cross. We've got to get in a boat. <laughs> get in a boat. Get in a fucking boat. Yeah. I, I won't do an Irish accent. I could have no. been so many people. 
Saturday night's card, the the in Belfast, I think was better than the the Taylor Cameron card. Yeah, uh, like I said, the Agyarko Troy Williamson fight was brilliant. That was mm-hmm. pure war. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, the scorecards were. It was a bit fair. wide. I it, thought it was a bit wide. Mm. He's very skillful, Agyarko. He's very skillful. Yeah, uh, I, I thought Williamson deserved a little bit more than that, but that's but that then that's me looking at it as a fighter that's watched or someone who was a fighter for a little bit was watched the fight as a whole fight rather than scoring it round by round. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I had no qualms. But yeah, no big things for him now. I think mm-hmm. definitely. But the um, yeah, the headline fight. I, I did go back through our episodes to try to find it, but it wasn't wasn't as conclusive as I remember when we discussed. When Conlon against Gill got announced, yeah, and we kind of discussed it, and we both kind of said, look, if Conlon loses this, three losses in a row, all at home as well, yeah. then then this is he's done, his career is done. And first of all, I do want to say a massive big up to Jordan Gill, uh, his his post fight interview, revealing some really really dark personal stuff that he he'd gone through some some quite deep and dark times after his loss to Kiko Martinez and and has come out the other side now so yeah massive massive big ups to Jordan Gill for that yeah and it it was a, like a a release wasn't it for him mm. uh, to be able to talk about it after a hell of a performance mm. um I'm surprised it went on as long as it did. Yeah, from minute one, he was just unbelievable, and I, I honestly think it's a, it's the Lee Wood factor. Yeah, I, I think they devised a plan from to fight that fight from minute one till the minute it ended, and it was absolutely superb. Yeah, but it, it again it confirmed something that we said after the Lee Wood fight, and then we said it after the Lopez fight. Conlon has not got a chin. And at the top level, even even down at Super Feather, if you ain't got a chin, you're gonna get stopped. You can he's got he's got the heart. Without doubt, got heart. But do you think the Olympics just overshadows his head? And it it it, it, it kind of holds him back in the sense of. He is fearless now. He's been cheated before. Mm. He thinks he can go in and just fight a fight. And sometimes he needs to box because he get just gets carried away. And when he gets hit, he gets hit clean, isn't it? It's just... Do you think he just switches off his mentality? Because he's been hurt in the past. I don't know. Because remember that interview? Mm. Such That's a raw, really... emotional interview after the Olympic loss. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's played with him throughout his career. I don't know. It's not not so much the the interview and and that he was he was definitely cheated as well in the Olympics. By the way, there's no there's no two ways about it. It could just be that he's never transitioned his style. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because in the amateurs, I mean, you see knockouts at super heavy, heavy, you know, light heavy. You don't really see them down at the the lower weights in amateur boxing. Because it's so fast, and they've got the larger gloves that, that well, they used to have the head guards. Obviously, head guards have gone now, but the, it's obviously scoring points. It's not Queensbury rules where it's you know ten ten rounds and you're losing a point and losing the round. This is this is amateur boxing rules where you're 
looking to make contact with the, the target zones of the head and the, the abdomen. And yeah, it could just be the bigger gloves as well in the amateurs that he was, he could take that blow with, with a 14, 16 ounce glove. And, yeah, and, nice. and maybe with a 10, he, he can't. Because, I mean, believe you me, we, I mean, I know we're talking, you know, four to six ounces here. There's a big fucking difference. You get clocked with a 16 ounce glove to getting clocked by a 10 ounce glove. There's a fucking huge difference. Um, I mean, I, I spoke uh, a couple of weeks ago on, on my other ice hockey podcast about we we're talking about concussion. And I sort of went back to a particular issue I had in a fight where, where I was knocked out twice in the space of I don't know, 30 seconds. And I have no memory whatsoever of that day. Even yeah. to this even to this day. I can't remember anything about the day. Mm. And you know, I, I got caught very clean with a ten ounce glove and now I've got absolutely no memory of it. So it could it could just be that with, with Michael Conlon, because he's still he's so, so skillful. The the way that he you know that he works out the angles for his punches, the combinations that he puts together, his footwork is exceptional. But the switching didn't help him, not against Jordan Gill. Because every time he switched, he got caught straight down the pipe with the backhand. Yeah, and then he's thinking, what do I do now? Yeah. What do I do now? And it, Shame. And he, was, he, was, he was switching out of panic, not out of tactic. But, yeah, at, what's he, 32? I think, yeah, I think he's done. Um, he, he can definitely have a career in boxing. Oh, good. He's got his promotional company. He's, yeah. you know, his family have done very well out of his his boxing career as well. He's, he's, and he is a top lad, and he's got a lot of heart. So, yeah, but fighting career for me is done. But I, I think he's still a name that will be around. He, you know, him, him and Katie, the, you know, the king and queen of of that that small island that's split into two countries. So there, uh, yeah, he's he's still got plenty of skin in the game. Yeah, but for Jordan so- Gill now. Doors are open. Unfortunately, he'll never fight his mate. <laughs> no, but what? I don't know who we've been. I haven't got an opponent for him. There's no, there's no one that I'm like. Oh, okay, let's do that. I think he needs to enjoy his Christmas. Mm. Take a, take a, a few more weeks extra off because he must be tired emotionally as well as physically. Yeah. And regroup. But yeah. Because well, he didn't switch off. He didn't switch off for one second in no. that fight. And, and well, as I say, he didn't switch off. He got caught a couple of times with, with big Conlon bombs, but he just walked straight through them. Yeah, so, he was, he was. I think he was just that determined that he wasn't going to lose. Yeah, and a real testament to his condition as well. So I'm I'm just, I'm, I, I want to give you a name, but I want to make sure I pronounce it right. Because, um, of someone I'd like to see him fight because I think worldwide I think they're going to be tied up for a little bit. Obviously Lee Wood is going to come up to to Super Feather as well. It's Vasquez, Edward Vasquez, that Joe Cordina fought in Monaco. Yeah, okay. Last month, I'd like to see that Vasquez Gill. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, as I said, couldn't give you that name, and well, Vasquez has got to get back on the horse, hasn't he? So. Yeah, I think it's, for Vasquez, that's that's it's win-win. Yeah, he, he could come to England, make a good good little packet, and put on a show. If he beats Jordan Gill, massive upset. He's back up at world level. Yep. 
If he loses, yeah. then he's made himself a good packet and he's got himself a, a reputation over here, which is what Eddie does with these Mexicans. Yeah. If you know, he picks them out of nowhere, maybe even like bar brawling in Tijuana or something like that. And then they come to England and they fucking like knock out our stars. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, there's the next, been a few. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, they're like a household name over here. And yeah, it, yeah. to them, it's like, I mean, look at what, what Lara did after Lara beat Warrington. And then he come back and there was the cut and that all went to shit. And then there was the Lee Wood fight that he won. And then when he come back, he was like, what, like £20 overweight or something. Yeah, I've been paid. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think they really care. No. You no. know, they, they, these, you know, Mexican fighters will fight for the for the sake of fighting. But when you start giving them loads of money, they're thinking I might as well just do it for the money. Yeah. But, yep. And they and they always provide a test, which is is brilliant. But, and there was, and I can't remember when it happened actually. There's there's been been other news in women's boxing that has annoyed me. Okay. So Amanda Serrano has uh was hoping, a lot of people were hoping, myself included, that her next mandatory fight would be Sky Nicholson, who won brilliantly against Lucy Wildheart. We were both completely wrong. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, may, we may have actually underestimated just how fucking good she actually is. Yeah, but one of those you're happy to be proven? Oh, absolutely. But she was... Oh, I can't even think of the superlatives to describe how fucking good she was. Her feet and... Getting back every time that the, that like the bell went, and she'd come to the come to the to the ring, come to the centre of the ring, and she'd throw the jab, and then it'd be back foot, back foot, back foot. She'd get on the ropes, and then Lucy would come in with all the boom, 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 and oh, and she'd just slip that way, and then whoo, she's gone. It was absolutely terrific. Mike, go on, why are you annoyed? Well, Amanda Serrano was supposed to be there because she is or was the WBC champion. That. Sky now holds the interim title for uh, after her last fight in September she beat Daniela Ramos October, beg my pardon <clears throat> she has now walked away from that belt, she's, she's given it up because the WBC refuse to sanction 12 threes for women she's done it she did it a couple of months back against Heather Hardy. Um, and she did it against Daniela Ramos, 12 threes. It does not dilute the product whatsoever. They, they were both terrific fights. The WBC won't mandate it. So she's given up their belt. So fuck you, Mauricio Silliman. Fuck you. He's holding the game back. If you look at all the other stupid shit the WBC do, like creating this belt and that belt, all different colour belts, creating a belt for a fucking Jake Paul fight. Shocking. They're holding the sport back. And I'd, I'd look at look at what they're doing with their heavyweight champion. They allowed him to fight a UFC novice boxer. And he very nearly got beat. What would they have done then? Probably said, Mate, oh, so don't worry, he's our franchise champion. Yeah. What's a load of bollocks? The WBC isn't what it used to be. It's just a pretty bout. That's all it is now. And the, the excuse they gave was 
It's about safety of the women. Mm. Okay. And then they also went, in tennis, they play less sets. Well, if you're going to come with some answers, make sure they're factual because it's just it's just a bizarre thing to come out with that they, they play less less sets. It, well, yeah, but what's that got to do with the sport of boxing? Yeah, because there's some tournaments where men only play three sets. But the majority, it's only the slams. It's only the slams that's five sets. The majority, every other tour title is three sets. So you're talking four slam, four tournaments a year that the men play. So, okay. And then they said, in basketball, the hoops are lower. What? Well, yeah, because women are naturally shorter. It's to, it's it's called bringing it down to the, the how it would work the average. Well, that was their that was their rebuff, and then saying it's about women's safety. No, so Anna's done it. Yeah, it's nothing to do with their athletic ability. They'll all tell you. All these female champions will tell you. Nicola Hopewell told us. Beck Connolly told us. Stevie Levy told us. They spar twelve threes. Sometimes yep. they spar fifteen threes. Sometimes they probably even spar 23s because and they're I, training with men, they're sparring with men. They can handle it. And as a whole, it will improve the product because, and you'll see different outcomes to the fights because you can go in a minute and go gung-ho and win the round. You can't do that in a three-minute round because you'll start gassing. So it's about the technical ability of the boxer and the boxers will learn. And the product will improve. Yeah. When they know these, as you said, they're sparring these rounds. And their fitness will improve because you're, you're sparring the three rounds, you're fighting the three rounds, you will get a better product. You will get more knockouts. You will get the, the TikToks, the headlines, because there are more knockouts. I don't know what the WBC are playing at, but it doesn't surprise me. And no. I admire Serrano for doing it. You're giving up your world title. Admittedly, Serrano is coming towards the end of it at 35. Her, she's she's lost there, even though she used to knock out people. She's not done that for a while. But <sighs> yeah, I think, like I said, to, to walk away from a world title is a big, big thing. Hundred percent. And you know, especially for. You know, the real deal, seven-weight world champion. But then, yeah, I think, but all the other, then I think all the other organisations, they've not got, they've now got to step up and say, we're going to do it. We're going to go 12 threes. And then leave the WBC sitting there with a dick in their hand. Well, the so, promoters need to start doing it. Eddie's got all these women fighters, he needs to start putting his hand in the fire. Well, they've recently, the, the press conference that they had for Michaela Mayer against uh, Jonas, which is happening in January, which I cannot wait for. I think that's going to be an incredible fight. Um, Mayer kind of called out Jonas in the press conference and said, look, I, I asked for 12 threes and you said no. To which Jonas said, I didn't even know you'd asked because I would have said yes. Great response. Yeah. And then you've got, but then you've got Ben Shalom sitting there like, 
Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. I, I protect my interests. Yeah. yeah did, did I forget to tell her that, that Michaela asked for 12 threes? Yeah, I don't get the impression Jonas would tell Vorky, so. No, I don't get the impression that she would either. So that would be interesting. I mean, there's still time for them to change that for that fight, I think. That would be nice. But yeah, it, it would definitely be nice to see on, on these shores get some of our UK girls fighting 12 threes. <clears throat> oh, that's a bit of random. Sorry, man. This ain't this ain't actually on our little rundown. Did you see that? The, I think it's the WBA are introducing a new weight division. No, what's this? Super cruiserweight. And technically, their current heavyweight champion will become a super cruiserweight. Didn't we do this a few years ago? Well, the WBC, obviously, because they like doing all this stupid shit, uh, introduced the Bridgerweight. Yeah. Which is uh, between cruiserweight and heavyweight. Which, as we've said on here, that is not where you need another weight division. No. If you're going to put one in, put one between light, heavy, and cruiser, because that's a two-stone gap. But, yeah. Bonkers. I don't know. I don't know what that does for for the Fury Usyk fight. I don't know whether that actually removes the undisputed element of it. I'm not. This is this is my reaction. Yay. But I mean, we wait with bated breath on that, and we'll we'll see. We'll see. Next one for me. Yeah. Chris Billum Smith. Yeah, good card this weekend. Box mm. have been quiet for a few weeks. It's a good card. The Bill and Smith fight ain't there. What do you expect? Do you know what? I think the guys had three hard fights. I, think I know. I, I'm I think really happy. One. I'm. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you on that point. I'm really happy he's out before Christmas. But it's just an unknown dangerous fight as well. I know the guy's not got a massive ref, rep, like reputation. He's mainly fought out of Hilton's in Poland. But let's not fuck about it. That way, the Polish are hard bastards. He's got some KO power. It's, it's, I don't know. He should do the business. Yeah, to be fair, he's, yeah, he's 47 and 5 with 31 KOs. Yeah. That, yeah, that does spell danger. 100%. The guy's coming in, he's like, oh, God, Chris, whatever, blah, bang, bang. You don't know, especially that weight. Just, I thought, okay, it's not a name. It's not going to sell. It's at the the Bournemouth International Centre, or whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah um, it's sold out, I think. Yeah, but what is it? How big is it? Oh, I think it's like two, two, two and a half thousand. Two, like two man and his dog. So, it's just, yeah, it's just a bit of a weird matchmaking fight mm. for me. I mean, I look, mean at how, I, look, look at how long this guy's been around. He fought Tony Bellew back in 2015. Definitely seen him fight then. I knew that the name sounded familiar, but I was thinking, does he sound like a footballer? Um, I don't know, mate. I just think it's a bit of a bizarre one, and I'm not as infused for the card as you are, to be honest. Yeah. Well, he's and he's not in. He's not in the worst of form either. He's coming off back of six straight wins, so this is by no means a journeyman. No, but it's um, also no one that anyone knows. So it's a bit. It's not. It's just. I think it's just a risk that it wasn't yeah. isn't needed. I mean, it's it's what it's, it's what it is what it is, isn't it? It's a voluntary title defense. You you look yeah. down the list and you say, "Who do we want to fight?" That 
we think we can win, but people aren't going to say, oh, you're fighting a fucking journeyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's always difficult with um, voluntaries. But to be fair, I think that's, I mean, on his, out of his five defeats, he's only been stopped once. So a stoppage win for Chris is a big win. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then I think he's looking at unification in the new year. Yeah. And I don't think we'll see the Akali fight again. No, no, thank you. But there's all, there is a something for you on that card. Your your man Michael McKinson. Yeah. Your, your favourite. Your favourite. He is weight. my favourite. He is my favourite. Yeah. But as a whole, I don't think the card's that great. I, mean, I can understand why because of the venue and it's get yourselves out before Christmas card for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, there's, there's, I think there's only six cut, six fights on it, um, and three of them I'm, I'm looking forward to watching. So obviously we've got the return of Ben Whitaker as well. Hmm. To sort of see how he's maybe that's on. why I'm a bit. Yeah. He's not been active enough for me. I know he's had injury problems. He's always had injury problems. He should be every single Sky card. He should be out. And let's be honest, that guy could beat most people at seventy percent fit, couldn't he? Yeah. So, I yeah. just want him to get a slap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not a fan of the showboat, are you? But it's good to see Lauren Price on that card. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. In all honesty, that's probably the fight I'm looking forward to out of most. But I think she's actually in a similar boat to Ben Whitaker. And, but not in the same way. Like she's she's at the back of the boat. He's at the front of the boat. Whereas, I want to see someone give her a slap because she's so fucking good that no one can get anywhere near her. Yeah. I really want to see her challenged. No, you're right. You are right. But you know she's she's a British champion. I, I don't know if there's anything on this this bout that they're having. It's uh. Yeah, there's no titles on it or anything like that, so she's not putting her British title on the line. I don't think there's anyone, excuse me, in Britain that could match her. But I think this is probably, it's probably like the last, this is the last one before she goes. Yeah. And goes goes up for the, for the world champions. I know she wants Jonas, so will she be looking then at the winner of Jonas against Maya? Yeah, I could think she so. Possibly be looking at Terry Harper. I don't think that's a, as much as I love Terry. I don't think that's a fight Terry's going to want. No, 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 no. She needs to be aiming as high as she can, and let's hope she can. Yeah, she is. She is an undoubted talent. But yeah, really looking forward to seeing her back out. Uh, and then, yeah. just the one more for me for tonight. Yeah, Sunny Edwards. Yeah, that's coming, isn't it? December sixteenth. Week. Week. Saturday is that? I think it's a Friday. Friday, Friday. Yeah. I love Sunny. Mm. Um, and I keep seeing people. Oh, he's not. He's, he's he's not training. He's not that. He was saying that his childhood and his upbringing and his fitness of how he's lived his life is automatically there. He just needs to keep on top of it. Because I seen. I looked. This is how sad I am, man. How much mm-hmm. I, I know Tenerife. I seen a picture of him, and I went, "That's that street in Tenerife." So I knew he was in Tenerife. So I know what he's doing. He's in the gym there. I. I think he's that confident he'll win that I don't doubt him. 
And then you think about Jesse Rodriguez, a 23-year-old unbeaten. He's got no fear as well. I'm really looking forward to this fight. We, we, we may... No, I'm lying now. I don't think we'll see a knockout. I think it's just a points win, but I feel I think we will see a very, very skilled fight. Mm. Well, I mean, you've got to look back to when Edwards won his world title. That guy hadn't been beaten in 10 years. Yeah. And he made him look stupid. Just the composure. Mm. And I think that's why you're not hearing fuck all from Rodriguez, because he doesn't want to get... I know he probably could play I don't understand card, but he doesn't want to get into any sort of confrontational talk with him. He didn't need to. I know they did the little uh, press conference where Sunny went, Oh, there's 800 people watching. People do want to see this fight. Mm. But yeah, um, Sunny is, and I love listening to him talk, even though he's got that stupid little cocky accent that's fake <laughs> as fuck. Just <laughs> listening to him when he's doing the punditry and the comms, he's great. Yeah, he, he is a nice kid. I, I met him at, um, at the Copper Box. I'd gone to watch Charlie Edwards. Uh, defend his world title. Um, so yeah, I've I met somebody there that night. He's a he's a really nice lad. They're both really nice lads. Yeah. And and uh, and Charlie always said that Sonny was the better boxer. Yeah, he's trying to not say that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Sonny. Yeah, next week. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, that is going to be a good one. Is is it in um? Is it Texas? Is it down Arizona? There? Yeah. Arizona. So yeah, down in the. Uh, so that they're five hours behind, so should be on at a decent time. So what, like five in the morning? Yeah. Nice. Decent yeah. time. <laughs> Sorry, my sarcasm didn't uh, <laughs> didn't shine through there, did it? No, I, uh, to be honest, I've not seen what, what they've said. I think um, I think I've seen Galawi Fies on the undercard. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, I've not seen much. But I'll be honest, I'm not bothered about that. I'm just bothered about watching. This is about boxing, not about fighting. If you want to watch a, a box, someone box and you watch Sonny Edwards. Yeah, he's, oh, his, his technique is just incredible. I know sort of personally he's not everyone's cup of tea. I know he riles a few people up the wrong way. But he's a, yeah, he's a terrific, terrific Yeah, boxer. but he could probably hit me four times before I've even realised yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> those guys in the gym are well annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well. Remember once as a group, just you know, a group of unlicensed fighters. We're basically just a group of guys that like having a tear up and keeping fit. Yeah. And when we go sparring in an amateur gym, God, we just get picked off all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh, there was fucking around there. That's it for me this week, mate. Um, yeah, no, this, it's obviously it's it's busy, but it's not you know there's nothing too controversial going on. We'll uh, we'll get together again definitely before Christmas and do the yep. do the big big heavyweight card that's coming up we'll, in in Saudi. That we'll that's... come in after the sunny fight and then we'll yeah review well preview the. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. I'll be yeah. buzzing for that episode. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. And then I'm so looking forward to that card. I've got a great few days building up to Christmas. Yep. Where I've got you know a few like. Little traditional things, you know, like evenings around friends' houses for for this, that, and the other. Then we have pulled pork here on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and then I make this Christmas Day breakfast, and people come round. And in between that, we got some of the greatest heavyweight action of the last few years. Yeah. But I'll um I'll, I'll, I'll be still around my pals. And... Yeah. 
Right. Towel's in. Towel is in.